This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I am uh, your 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 host, your voice of reason, uh, your uh, uh, golden child. I don't know. I'm lots of things tonight. Uh, I'm Nathan Hartman, of course, and with me uh, are Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. How's it going? It is going to be sure. It's a it's a small group tonight, but a, a good group because it's Sarah and myself and the wonderful Dave Cobb. Hello, Dave. Yo, how you doing? Sound oh, Dave's coming in. He's kind of bebopping. He's going with a sort of late night jazzy uh, attitude tonight. Fresh, fresh hits. John Coltrane right here on. <laughs> Welcome to the wave. Welcome to the wave. I could. I haven't pulled out my NPR voice in a while. I could, yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. Welcome to the delicious dish. Yeah. Next next up on uh, All Things Considered. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, it's just us tonight, folks. But it's been – what a week. What a week in Disney mm. news, mm. Uh, in 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 uh, politics news, uh, you know, lots of – you know, lots of stuff going on with certain – Fucking fascists! So we're going <laughs> to – we'll take care of that. We'll, we'll talk about some, some – Disney related news about uh uh well some good weirdly some good DeSantis news which I'm not used to uh but it was so sweet so sweet mm. revenge a dish mm. best served uh, on a uh, virtual uh waiting line that you get at Tomorrowland Terrace um <laughs> so let's begin with the news Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the very end of the Walt Disney World 50th celebration. And oh, what a celebration it was. It had. (laughs) (sighs) What did it have? Um... Stuff, you know, it it had lots of it had lots of merch. It had uh, (laughs) merch. It had a show no one liked. A Starbucks cup. It had a Starbucks cup. I got all four of those. Those were the best. That literally, what's funny is the best '50s merchandise for uh, Disney World were the Starbucks mugs. Um, hmm. I don't normally say that. I'm not a Starbucks mug stand, though. Now I have several. Um, but yeah, uh, it's over, folks. Except, don't worry, Cinderella Castle is going to keep that beautiful '50th paint scheme we all love. Oh wait, no, we yeah. don't. We hate that paint scheme. Um, <laughs> with garbage. But yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> ugh, it's ugh. It's, yeah, yeah the, the weird iridescent pastel just it, it it either looks really great as you're moving by it or it looks like gray mush in a yes. still photo. It That's might be the, the yeah, it's the worst photography uh color yeah. possible. Um yeah. But anyway, we've reached the end uh and it's already the 100th. Uh, can you believe it? 50 years have went by so fast. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there there are guests that don't understand the difference, right? That they're thinking yeah. it's about the park being 100 years old. I'm I'm well, sure. That's what's happening yeah. at Disneyland. People think that it's the 100th of Disneyland. Uh, yeah. But yeah. The 1950 math is hard, people. Math <laughs> well, is hard. It, it it the thing is is uh, and I, this is something I firmly believe as an educator um as a as a person uh in this world uh, a lot of people are just stupid 
this is what it comes down to. It's, a lot of people no, should have been left behind. And it's Let's just yeah, say that. It's not a it's it's not a, a diss necessarily. It's just a, <laughs> a lack of self awareness to the world around them. We have, I think it's yeah, I think it's that. I think yeah. it's what, what we perceive when we say somebody's kind of dumb or not smart, a lot of it is just they're a narcissist, right? They don't pay yeah. attention to the world around them. They don't pay attention to other people. Well, it we must, it must it, be nice to like yeah. to, to live that way. Yeah, being non <laughs> apparently you can be president if you're not empathetic and a sociopath. <laughs> so anything's possible. Um yeah. but at the same time, yeah, no, I just think it's we there was a time in this country where uh you lived in a farmhouse and uh half your children died of cholera and oh uh it was we were just we're you know we're uh, we are fairly conditioned now we're pretty good you know we can drive down the highway at 80 and probably not die like it's just hard we don't get rid of people as much as we used to nature is you know i'm i'm charles darwin here all of a sudden but um <laughs> Yeah. And also Google is free. So it's like the fact that there's still ignorance on a lot of different things is just crazy. Yeah. Like how or, is that possible? Or like the banner in front of you that says the Disney that celebration too, is for that 100 too. years is free. Let's yeah. use our comprehension skills, common yeah. sense, what we learned in grade school. Hooked on That'd phonics nice. was made for us. So <laughs> use it. Uh, but anyway, we're getting a little off topic. I wanted to sort of put our final stamp on the 50th celebration. And we you can see already our thoughts. Um, Dave, I know you got down here for the 50th and I was here for the, the entirety. Sorry, you didn't have any 50th experience, did you? No, thank God. Thank God. Yeah, you're too busy sure. being in Disneyland where everything is cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, saw, I saw a little bit of it. I mean, it was there for Guardians and, you know, didn't I didn't see uh, any of the shows or anything. Uh, well, Harmonious was the only show, right? Uh, well, Harmonious and then uh, Enchantment? No. What was the... Literally, oh, I can't even remember. Yeah. Now. Oh my God. Happily ever after started. Happily. We all went. Well, for what? What? I don't remember the last show. It was like five minutes ago. I can't even remember. Yeah. I saw um, bits and pieces of that, and I watched Harmonious on Disney Plus, which I filmed. I thought it actually works pretty well. Um, yeah. But yeah, when uh, Indina Menzel or uh, however John Travolta says it is slightly inebriated, <laughs> it's pretty fun to watch. Um, she. <laughs> she seems to, to be having a very good time. Um, but what are they keeping? I mean, yeah, they're keeping up this. They're keeping up the statues, right? Yeah, the statues are staying. Our golden figment is staying from from episode one. As we talked about we may worship still at the feet of golden figment. Um, <laughs> I well, the thing. What's funny is is uh, you know it's a nice Disney spin. It's like uh, you know we're keeping some of the magic alive. We're keeping it up, and it's like no, you're just broke, and you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to pay to take it down is what, what it really comes down to it's like i'm surprised they're not painting it silver or platinum or whatever and calling it a day yeah that's what yeah. i thought they would have done <laughs> well they gotta have a reason for people down here to buy the magic band plus and they're like well, we True. take the statues out that's 95 percent of the reason gone like what's the point <laughs> if it <laughs> works if it they want to hear this thing make a little tune um <laughs> so yeah uh i guess i i guess i have the final word on it um it was a disaster from start to finish a horrible thing uh, you can blame it on COVID if you want, but uh, the end result was still terrible and uh, found a very good way of somehow not at all celebrating the parks at any juncture, really, uh, beyond literally the the Starbucks mugs, which had uh, an array of uh, different shows and for, and for all the parks. I don't I, I kind of think any anniversary, especially when you say this is the 50th of Disney World, it's OK to sort of you know, kind of go out a little bit, you know, when you have like smart one on the Epcot mug and you have, you know, yeah. there's like fun stuff. Um, you know, it's, but, it's, 
it, it's fun, it, like in the last 20 years or so, and then this is changing a little bit, I think, in, in the in the last five or eight years. But before sure. that, there was this weird um, uh, homogenization of all the merch across the parks where everything just said yeah. Disney parks yeah. and mm-hmm. didn't say what each one was. Yeah, it was so awful. I, I talk it up to Paul Pressler and the and the DCA era yeah. to, for bringing that in. <laughs> Um, because there's there was so much DCA merch that was specific to the park that failed, so I think they pivoted and and I don't I really don't know what happened, but it right. always felt to me like a reaction to that. And for so many years, it was like you could get a a, a sweatshirt. There was a while where you get sweatshirts and T-shirts that said Disney Parks on it, like <laughs> Disney Parks, in, like generically. <laughs> and you know, yes, they've always had some merch specific to the park, but you yeah. think for the for the anniversary of that park. That mm-hmm. you would, where were the like river country t shirts? You know, where yeah. was the, 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 you know, the, I mean, they did have fine, one. Like if, I remember, bird, if I remember it. correctly, there was a river country shirt, but I don't really? think it was connected at all, uh, with the 50th. I think it was oh. something else, you know, it was just the retro designs that they do. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like, you don't, um, I don't know, refurb country bear for it you don't <laughs> you don't i mean there's not a lot of things that are og to that park and i get that yeah. yeah but you know i mean if you watched enchantment it's not about the disney parks at all and i get yeah. it people are like but and it's like it's the 50th anniversary of this place that's and, the time yeah. you do it so yeah, like the enchantment would have made sense for the hundredth of disney as a company yeah yep. you know yeah and 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 but that's what so that homogenization of the brand has turned into literally just about the ip and for some dumb reason they don't see the parks as ip i mean they do in some cases sure. right there there's some disney landmarks that knocks out of the park in terms of feeling you know uh, like it's honoring the place there's the whole um uh after dark series like they're doing one that's retro after dark in april mm-hmm. that uh that um m- uh, mr mrs and mrs tomorrowland couple are going to make prog- a character John progress yeah yeah and and the, and they uh and they the uh um father and uh mother from carousel of progress are going to get and it's not, that attraction is not even at disneyland anymore yeah. so it's like but but there there it you're right for the 50th especially for such a big milestone it felt really merch driven and food driven and signage driven and not like here's an experience or a thing or a museum exhibit for christ's sake put Mm -hmm. in something about what this place was because it it, it, even if you took the nba experience which i know it's i don't know the timing of this necessarily but like just put I mean, even a temp museum somewhere like Disney Springs, it, it's something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, it, it's a, someone put, I can't remember who said it on Twitter, but they kind of showcased the last 20 videos from the Disney Parks YouTube channel. And there were like three of these 20 have something to do with the parks. Like they really have taken that belief of, uh, you know, it's, was it now parks and experiences and products or something like that? Um, yeah. And I don't know it because I have disdain for it. Um, and and I think that <laughs> that's kind of why you have this weird kind of I don't know. It's it was it was a birthday, but it was like pretty plain cake. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for thanks for it wasn't even a you know no Carvel for us. No, it was one of those tiny little ice creams with the paper top and the wooden spoon. It was yep. that kind of birthday. It was yeah. Bad birthday clown. It birthday. was your 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 dad forgot it was your birthday when you spent your 
your weekend with him. Uh, that sad kind of birthday. <laughs> so, and he had to go to work. Oh um, man, that that one hurts. Yeah, that one hurts. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on from the 50th because what the hell else is there to say? And let's talk about some actual fun news, which is Disney beat DeSantis's ass this week. Oh, oh. that was so satisfying. Dave, give us watch. more information for those who don't know. Oh, my God. OK, so, you know, DeSantis, we all know that DeSantis was like uh, dismantling Reedy Creek, as it were, and creating a special tax zone of his own encompassing Walt Disney World. And he called it the central florida tourism oversight district and appointed five of his yeah it's totally catchy appointed five of his cronies uh to the board um uh including a prominent parents rights activist and we all know what that means yeah um a christian nationalist and a lawyer who donated fifty thousand to his campaign so you know fair and balanced (laughs) and um Hmm. uh hmm uh, and the idea was they would supervise municipal services development for disney world the way that reedy creek did and that you know dis desantis was literally rattling the saber of that disney's lost their you know their the, 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 uh they they lost their way in terms of being a you know a moral arbiter of culture and, and, he needs and to- you would think that the way these people talked that they had content control like yes. they really thought that they had like right a say yeah yeah uh that they would come in and dictate attractions and parades and, and first of all regardless of how powerful DeSantis set himself up to be, which it's we see now not very, regardless, do they think for a second that a private company on private land is going to let them dictate exactly what goes into those parks? They are beyond delusional. That is ridiculous. So, but unbeknownst to the governor, um, uh, they figured out, they fucked around and found out. They found, <laughs> they found out that they have zero power because... Um, they had already signed agreements with Disney back in February. The original Reedy Creek board. The original yeah. Reedy Creek, right. Uh, uh, before DeSantis signed the final bill, the former board, the Reedy Creek board, had signed agreements with Disney that basically stripped the board of power and handed the power back to Disney. So basically, in closing down Reedy Creek, the Reedy Creek board went, here you go, Disney, yeah. and nobody else can do anything. <laughs> That's the, like, the, the, it was... The the best description I read of it from somebody on Twitter was that you know Disney was pulling some uh uh, uh some real mafioso shit going on there. They yeah. were sitting back quiet. They were doing some Sicilian shit in this. Yeah. They were they were sitting back waiting. You tell them Ron DeSantis sleeps with the fishes. Yeah. Exactly right. It, oh, it was very Game of Thrones. Tell them it was Game of Thrones. It was yeah. so good how they did it too with the royal children clause or whatever. Oh, like, King Charles. Yeah. Yes, the King Charles clause. Like that is genius. Like Which, they're, they're always gonna be there. I read people posting about that, going, "That's uh, that's so arbitrary. Why would they bring up King Charles?" It's like, no, 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 no. This is what businesses do. This yeah. is a standard legal practice. Yeah. To to they do it with. Like, it happens all the time. G- g- all the time, they give it yeah. for deeds of land when people buy a place and they don't want it touched. Mm-hmm. Developers do this all the time, and yeah. so did Disney. Just first of all, anyone who doesn't think that Disney has the best development and property lawyers in the world is again delusional because yeah. as soon as he started sa- rattling the saber months ago you know that all this was put in motion back in probably you know 
September, October, when they were first at war with him, you know, over, over don't say gay, they, Mm -hmm. you know, that they're like, all right, they're, they probably predicted he's going to come for this next. We need to prepare ourselves. Would you read out what the, what the King Charles thing actually says? It's insane. Uh, Okay. Yeah. um, It's, it's a, it's a um, rule against perpetuities is what it's called in legalese. Let's see if I can uh, give you a little instrumental here. I was working on it. The declaration will continue. The declaration will continue until 21 years after the death of the last survivor of the descendants of King Charles III. Long live the king. Long live yeah. the king. Hurrah! The British did something right. Look at the British. They actually came and saved us. Yeah. <laughs> See? It's a full turnaround. And here, yeah. here. It, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it's something that, you know, uh, the the Republicans, it's in the Republican wheelhouse during elections and stuff. They've done this before, um, overhauled state election laws and using, uh, you know, rules against perpetuity so they won't change back. They've done this. So mm-hmm. they were hoisted upon their own petard in this. Yes. Yes. And I think this technically makes And that petard kingdom. is Ron. That petard is Bob Iger's gigantic dick. Yeah. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> um. Uh, and I think this technically means Magic Kingdom is a, a literal kingdom now. I think, I think that counts at this point. Right, they have, right, totally. At least Orange Garage, because I know that falls under the. Uh, so Disney Springs Orange Garage is now a kind of, a, and it, you know, run to it, Britons, if you need a sanctuary, because <laughs> it's 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 uh, what's the saying? Lethal weapon to diplomatic community. Yeah, and and the thing is that what what tops it all off is. You know, this all happened in public. This was yeah. all above board. It was recorded in the early February agenda and meeting minutes. The agreement was registered with the county controller. Like everything's online. Mm-hmm. Uh, no public records request needed. You could literally go look at this now. All of it was there. And so when during this brouhaha, when DeSantis was losing his mind and the board was like, wait, what? What's happening? And the only statement Disney said was, the, this was appropriate and approved in open, noticed public forums in compliance with Florida's government. Yep. Mic drop. Yeah. They literally, in the most sunshiny of sunshine law states, yep. did this. In This just proves that as loud as Disney can be, they can be really quiet, too. Right. Like, like yeah. the, when, inclu- when, when news outlets asked Disney about the take about the pending takeover in February, the company played it like so straight faced saying they wouldn't fight it. I mean, I don't you even know? think, I don't think Iger even came out. It was like, it nope. was a, it was a DeMauro th- situation. It was like, he was like, well, you know, we'll work with them. <laughs> <laughs> There's and like some, yeah. And look, this is, this is a massive billion dollar conglomerate <laughs> versus a fascist regime. I'm taking the lesser of two evils at this point. Let's just be clear. Yeah, right, right. It's this is fourth dimensional test chess between two players who really don't have your best interests at heart anyway. Yeah. But yeah. at least at least now, you know, the one that we have warm fuzzies for because they give us rides and merch and food, um, is gonna be able to do the right thing in their product. Yeah, it's a real uh Godzilla King Kong situation. Um, <laughs> let them fight. 
So anyway, let's let's stay over at the the Magic Kingdom and talk a little bit about the newest ride, Tron Light Cycle, but not launch, Light Cycle Run. I just learned that. I think I knew it, but I always forget that Run is not in the name here. It you, it was in it was in uh, Shanghai. Yes, it's actually, just, and it had a longer name in Shanghai. Tron Light Cycle Power Run is yeah, the full Power name Run. There. Is it Run still here? It's just not Power Run. Is that what it is? I think I yeah. No, it's, I'm, tr- no, it's light cycle run. Yeah, it's light cycle forward slash run. Run. They made it look no all, power. They made it look all, no power. They have no right? power. They took power. <laughs> well, technically, and, ours and, is longer because it's Enterprise Rental presents a <laughs> Tron Adventure light cycle run. Um, and 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 actually, we should be calling it Tron Light Cycle Wait now. Oh, um, excellent. Because excellent. why is that? But it's because so that the, uh, so there is a. Uh, virtual queue for Tron, as Disney is wont to do with new attractions. Um, and they started to have a problem where people were sort of hoarding their, their boarding group time and missing it on purpose because they got one in the afternoon and they really want to ride Tron at night because it's prettier and cooler when you get launched into that big canopy with all the neon. And and so that means they have to stay open later to accommodate everybody. So they changed their letter of the law in their late arrival policy. And they basically like, and in the past, late arrival on virtual queue has never really been an issue that they usually were like, yeah, come on in. Like I've, I've, I had that happen here a couple of times mm-hmm. with Rise and with uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, same uh, and, and Guardians, when I was there for Guardians, same thing happened. We, we got caught in a rainstorm and it, we were like 20 minutes late. They're like, whatever, come on in. So, this is uh, uh, adding to the pile of making a vacation at Disney World <laughs> or Disneyland completely n- not fun. Yeah. I mean, this is one especially, more example. Especially Magic Kingdom, which yeah. is already a nightmare. <laughs> it's not a good – like there are days where you can convince me Magic Kingdom's the worst. It's my four. least favorite. It's my least favorite Disney it's not park in fun. the world. It's really yeah. not fun. Yeah. And you've been to and Paris I, and I include, Studio. And I've been to Paris Studio. Jeez. I, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, there are things about the Magic Kingdom I really admire. Yeah, like 100%. Whole, I mean, it's, the fact that it, mm-hmm. its size and you're right. Yeah. And it's history. It's the fact that it's built on a freaking, where I went. It's built on a parking garage. It's built yeah. with a, a, an underground technique that they will never, ever do again. Cause they're realizing in the long term that it was expensive and they didn't need it. You know, I mean, everyone knows this, right? We yeah. talk about the utilidors like it, it like what a, what an innovation. It was a <laughs> lot of money they didn't need to spend. Yeah. And if in a, in a, in a part of the world where <laughs> there's water five feet down, like yeah. it was not a good idea. No, no. Not, not not a good idea. Not 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 something they uh, continued, and uh, it's why they didn't do it anywhere else. Yes. Anyway, no. we're, we're we're on a tangent. So they changed the late arrival policy, and it is Viggy McVagerstein in that language. It is mm-hmm. like so hand wavy. It's like they're doing jazz hands. It is it is yeah. worded in a way that's like maybe we'll turn well, it away. It reminds me of my syllabi because in my syllabi it says. The I don't take late work like after 24 hours. I just don't take it because, you know, my and I don't give extra credit because my thought is you didn't do anything with the credit I gave you. Why would I give you extra? Um, But at the same time, you know, there is a clause of the professor may uh, make exceptions or change his mind at any time. 
because I'm, you know, in the end, the the god and uh, lord of my classroom. So that's what this is, <laughs> is that, you know, it's the, well, you might, but you might it's, it's not. It's if you get a nice cast member that day. And Someone whose can, day hasn't been ruined. Yeah, <laughs> like, and they can and they can do it. I bet they yeah. will have management tell them like, no, we are at, we are booked solid. We just can't don't take anybody right now. Mm-hmm. And now they can say it's in the policy. Um the the shitty thing about this kind of is you we've never had an instance where you get called for a ride that is so damn far back in a park that is also incredibly difficult to get to. So it's like, you know, if you go to, I mean, I don't know, let's say you, you, you're you going to get dinner or lunch or something elsewhere on property, yeah. right? And you're like, well, they said, I, and we'll talk about, they took out wait times too. So yeah. um, that was another thing is that they used to have a callback time that was super vague and could change in a second, right? So it would say you had six hours and you would go get dinner uh and then it would be like it's your time <laughs> yeah right and all you got to do is go through this labyrinth and uh, <laughs> uh slay a minotaur slay and... a minotaur and answer our riddle and uh yeah <laughs> just get here in time um so <laughs> i think that the combination because we first heard about the late arrival policy and everyone was pretty grumpy about it but i think the combination about that plus taking away the call time which at first Sounds like, man, you're making people stick around and not do anything forever. Um, actually, like, the call time was terrible anyway. So it's actually taking away a bad feature of the app. So, you know, I don't, there's no good way of doing this. It just sucks no matter what. And in the yeah. end, you're getting a, like, a minute and a half ride or whatever. Like, yeah, chill yeah. babies. I mean, you, it's funny. You said something like, it's way in the back of the park. But in my mind's eye, it's like to the right. It's not, yeah. but I guess... It's uh, it is pretty far back. It could not be farther back. It's so far back the train goes through it. Yeah, that's yeah, how far okay. back it is. You know the loop. It goes past the loop. Like so. I keep thinking. I keep trying to in my mind's eye. I keep using Disneyland logic, and it's like, oh, it's where Autopia is, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it was kind of on top of Topia. That's because, true. Yeah, but then they Speedway got shifted right so it is the best way to think about it is if you can think about disney world is think of the gift shop for space mountain it's behind that oh right? wow so it's way back there and uh yeah yeah if that's you, far if you're yeah because if you're in the front of the park if you're uh, even at the i don't know poly taking a nap you gotta get your ass over there. <laughs> that's a that's a twenty minute uh, journey just to get across the lake and through the gate, and you know it's. I mean, it's a trek to say the least. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, some changes there, just so everyone knows. Um, and uh, yeah, keep that in mind. But we're gonna move over to Epcot real quick with some interesting news that came out of the shareholder meeting. We'll talk more about the shareholder meeting in a minute. But right. one thing that came out was. Uh, sort of, I guess we would say, Dave, a, a final statement on what's considered the Epcot expansion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically the Iger said that journey of water, which is the, uh, inspired by Moana, which is the, 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 the water walk through whatever it is. We don't really know what it is until it opens in the center of the park. It marks Disney's completion of our spectacular transformation of Epcot. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. wait, there was. 
wasn't there like a, f- a festival area and a f- and a black box like flex space? Yeah, I think he's and... just considering that whole bit to be that because those are all in process. Oh, they oh they are. Yeah, okay, they're so... still in process. I just think okay. maybe they will open before this does, or it's all going to open at the same time. Oh oh, um, and they they got rid of the big center multi level thing, right? Yep, it's all gone. Yeah, now it's a everybody loved that but that was that would have been a nightmare oh yeah it was it's now a double-sided stage so from either side okay. you can see right the, now i think they're facing one way i don't know how it works it's not theater in the round I don't, I don't get it yet but um yeah it's like a little beer gardeny area now yeah okay um but yeah so i guess i guess that's it <laughs> <laughs> I remember the preview center. Did you did you guys get to ever see that preview center they they put together? I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, yeah. It was yeah. really cool with all the projection mapping and yeah, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh what's funny is before the expansion is done, the one of the main t- like things of the expansion, the barges are going to be gone. <laughs> they're wow. already dismantling them. Like today. I, so I'm really surprised they're not just the doing what i predicted which is move them over to springs and use them for like activation yeah yeah and who knows i don't know how i don't know what the demolishing what it takes to get it to wherever it needs to go now um but yeah they haven't said but they're going away thank god um they're terrible and i hate them um but at the same time it's it's strange to kind of i don't know i guess we'll have a final thought on the expansion once everything opens but uh COVID really took a hit on on their ideas for this, uh, and I think they got a little nervous. And uh, you know, I guess no Mary Poppins once again. No Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, Sarah, why don't we talk about the West Coast where things are nice and everyone's nice, and you get all the cool stuff? Um, <laughs> well, well, maybe not all the cool stuff. Yeah, not all the cool stuff. This um, counts for us too, though. See, if it wasn't connected to Hollywood Studios as well, you probably would have got it. If it was Disneyland exclusive. Maybe. 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 Um, But Galaxy's Edge disappoints once again. Ooh, Ooh, that's a headline. Wow. (laughs) I I feel like the things that we could have got with Galaxy's Edge. That's true. It just hurts. It hurts to know that we missed out on so much. That doesn't mean that the land that we already have isn't amazing and immersive, blah, blah, blah. But we could have got a little bit more. Yeah. Um, So speaking of more, a whole lot more, um, we were supposed to get... Um, according to a former Imagineer, a large creature named Ely? Ellie? Mm-hmm. I think it's Ely. Ely? Ellie. Ellie. I think it's Ellie. Ellie, Ellie right? Okay. So it I think it's been... short for Elliot, actually. Oh, cute. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I think, which is weird, but because they already have an Elliot. But Elliot. I, the, yeah. In the Art of Galaxy's Edge book, it has a number of names, and Elliot is one mm. of them. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we were supposed to get an Ellie. Um, and it's essentially just a large creature that would have been carrying guests all around Galaxy's Edge. Um, and you just get onto the back of it. Yeah. It, the pictures that have come out look super cool. Um, yeah. I'm guessing it would have just been like a big animatronic or maybe there's somebody inside and it's like with wheels. Not really sure how that works. Yeah, it seems um, like a parade float. There's a, yeah, right? there's a, in, in the, in the, I think it's in the Imagineering dock. I think I remember mm. seeing a, like four second clip of it in like you saw a little CG model of it and some equipment behind the monitor that they was moving mm. where they they were testing it or testing the idea at least so it, it did get far enough into engineering 
Right. Um, here's the thing. Like, I, I think it's cute. I think they should have kept it and just made it a creature appearance that comes mm-hmm. out of one of the doors, stands there and then goes away again. Like yeah. it, you could do a quick thing where you could take pictures with it and feed it and, and have it sneeze on you and do all the stuff they did with like, you know, um, uh, um, um, the, the encounter at, that used to be in Jurassic Park, um, Sega, oh. oh no. Oh, that's, I thought you were going to say lucky. Um, no, which was, <laughs> which was a Disney one, but uh, yeah, yeah no. the Velociraptor, I mean, they still do it. The Velociraptor, they still do it. Right. Right. The, but, but they, you know, it was six people and we go back and forth between the rise encampment and, and main downtown Batu, And it's like, that would not work. No, just from a no. capacity standpoint, from, from, you know, the amount of people in the land, everybody would be following and taking photos. It's just, it's just not as a, it's just not would have been crushed or fallen off. I just, <laughs> I just know it. And to be clear, <laughs> why this is news is because we're finally finding out that it was budget cuts. It wasn't creative differences yes. or, uh anything else i mean they really it seemed to go pretty far this is the uh a former imagineer made it very clear it was budget cuts which yeah i don't get it i I like you're gonna spend the billion just spend the like maybe another (laughs) hundred like is it really that serious um i I mean you're absolutely right dave this thing would have been a nightmare i don't even know how you would have got on it um yeah i if yeah i mean yeah they they would have had to have a giant load platform that you walk up ramp up to and and it uh, and just the infrastructure for that alone with a queue for it with it would stick Mm -hmm. all the way out to fucking you know big thunder mountain it would (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. totally Um, and and it would be terrible the weird thing too is like my brain tried to convince myself this would work a little bit because i thought well i mean they have trolleys and stuff on main street and i went but that's a a nightmare a those are normal things that aren't that interesting to people. And B, yeah. it's always a nightmare. You're right. Yeah. I've only I only <laughs> rode the trolley once and I rode it because it was like the butt crack of dawn and I was like the first in the door and they were like, We're doing one ride. <laughs> like we're and, going to the front and, and then we're done. Well, and and they carry at least four or five times as many people, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. the the double decker omnibus and the even the fire truck seats like twelve mm-hmm. or twelve people. Yeah. So it, it's and and it, but to your point, it, they're just they're cool, but they're not a giant creature that you want to hug and 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 pet and and get pictures and would have so. and would have been marketed as like another ride. Like they would not have just been like, well, it's a thing, you know, which would have helped maybe tamp it down as an experience but yeah you know they never I have a, they couldn't help themselves i have a mildly hot take about all the stuff that mm. that got cut from galaxy's edge like everyone mo- bemoans it and then it's that it, you know could have would have should have with like sarah said and I, to a certain point i absolutely agree sure. i i at opening day one of my uh my comments was I came out humming the sets. If people know what I'm talking about, yeah. like when you go see a musical, <laughs> I came out humming the sets because it just it lacked life. It it lacked, you know, the the little shows hadn't really gone up yet. Yeah. Even the shows that are there now with Kylo and and they're just they're fine, but they're not enough. And there should mm-hmm. have been four times more than that. There should yeah. have been a little cantina band playing outside somewhere. There the little droid repair show that was going to go near the, the, the refresher restrooms mm-hmm. w- would have been great. Like they, it needed that level of texture. So I agree with you on that point uh, from a business standpoint. I totally understand why yeah. they cut it because of not just because it was a lot of money, but because what they were doing from a landwide storytelling perspective and this sort of level of immersion and level of play along, asking the guests to play along, had never really, really been done at scale. And I actually think, especially the role play stuff, and if people were going to be involved in shows, I 
I'm I'm pretty sure the crowds that would gather for those shows would not feel like a place that is bustling and real. It would yeah. feel overcrowded. Yeah, totally. And so it already I, is I, overcrowded. It so, already yeah. is. And so I feel like they actually have the empty Galaxy's Edge as a kind of petri dish where they can try out what works now rather mm-hmm. than open it all at once. I think it's um and the fact that they're they're leaning into all right, let's have uh you know Mandalorian walk around and he's not in canon. Let's just not comment about it, but but he's not we all know he's not in this timeline. Nobody cares. So great. That means, okay, will we ever get, you know, Luke and Leia and Darth? I doubt it. But, but like it, at least now they have, they have, have, they have in a way admitted maybe what we planned in the beginning wasn't a hundred percent right or wouldn't work. I've, I, again, I admire that they took the swing. I admire that they aimed for the moon in terms of let's do this place that is like LARPing. That's, uh, that's, that's right. never been done at this scale. Well, and then but, the star cruiser is like right. that times a finite. I mean, it's the, it is probably the closest thing we're ever gonna get to the culmination of that. And right. Yeah. And yeah. even there, we talked about a few weeks ago, like that needs still needs to be right sized in terms of money and what it costs. Them. But right. like the people saying, "Oh, all the stuff they cut from Galaxy's Edge is now behind a paywall at at Star Cruiser." No, they were developed at the same time. There's nothing right. and Star Cruiser that would have worked at scale. That's true. In, in the theme parks, it just wouldn't. So now they have this platform. I see Galaxy's Edge as a success, not not necessarily on opening day as a land because of the things we talked about, because it was missing some texture, but it succeeds as a platform because it's a place they can add things to and try new ideas at a smaller scale than, than worrying about building huge. Like mm. bounty hunters is a perfect example. It's not a perfect experience, but it's fun. I've done eight of the night. It was at 19, I think 12, something like that. I've, I've done a bunch of them and it's, it's an, I'll waste an hour every time I go now just doing some, even though it's the same thing, it's a little repetitive short. And I wish it had something at the end. I wish it had like a, here you go, go get a button or something, you know, but, but as a platform, all the stuff that they put in, in terms of infrastructure is available to them now to develop and look at a little more with a, a, a more realistic eye than maybe when they were in full concept. So I, 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 it's a blessing and a curse that that Mm -hmm. stuff didn't happen. You know, that's, that's, that's my mildly hot take. And what's weird is I feel like there was this thought and I I don't know, I kind of think maybe total immersion experiences have, have kind of peaked. I think that we've reached a point from a, especially after COVID, I think everyone is now going, well, people just want to ride a ride. Like, why do we? Why, <laughs> why did we make yeah. this so damn complicated? Yeah. And they're not wrong, you know. Yeah, like, right. they sometimes you'll sacrifice good queuing or good crowd control for creative choices, and that can be good and that can be bad. And I mean, what's funny is everyone complains about how generic Batu is, and I don't disagree in the sense of planets that you visit in star wars it's it's sort of a tattooing ish kind of thing you know um but at the same time it also kind of makes like okay this is star wars land and this is like a generic area for star wars and it kind of works like that you know you can strip away all of the stuff and and you could have no characters going anywhere and you could still have the falcon and the rides and 
no one gives a shit. Like it, no one would know the difference. If you had, if tomorrow you changed Smuggler's Run to be during the Empire, I, besides a couple nerds, no one would care. Yeah. Um. And and I think maybe as much as I don't, I as if Bob Iger's listening to me, but like I don't want to scare away the idea of putting the effort in for these kind of things and in really you know making things uh, immersive. You know, I think that there is a, I think they kind of landed hard on one side and now they're going to have to rebalance and readjust. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I'm, I, you know, the next sort of variation on this that I can think of, I guess is, I guess technically it would have been Mario Land, but I think that, you know, really it's going to be Epic Universe and it's going to be like, okay, well, what is this? happy medium you know what are you going to do with harry potter now because that's where this all started to begin with yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens um it's it's interesting to say the least but uh uh, and speaking of uh, other interesting things as we mentioned earlier the shareholders meeting with bob Iger happened recently uh and uh you know uh Iger came out and said some stuff sarah what what, what's Iger been up to Yeah, he had a lot to say. Um, One of the first things that he talked about during the shareholder meeting was uh, the company's continued, um, I guess, push for LGBTQ plus inclusivity. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really nice to see that he was kind of just basically saying, like, we as a company still have our First Amendment rights. We're able to express how we feel and we fully stand behind the LGBTQ community. so that was good. It was kind of just like a big F you to yeah. um, Ron DeSantis, which is great considering what happened with uh, Bob Chapek and his kind of hesitation to go against the Don't Say Gay Bill. So it's good to see that the company is saying like, F you, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like the, the, when he said, when he said, that, you know, when he, he basically responding to DeSantis to quote, put, to punish a company for ex- exercise of a constitutional right. And he said, and that just seems really wrong to me against any company or individual, but particularly against the company that means so much to the state that you live in, you know, like yeah. he, he, it was direct. He didn't put, not pull any punches. he said, it's not only just anti-business, but it's anti-Florida. <laughs> that part was crazy. Yeah. And then like that, that, and long as he's in the job, he says, I'm going to be guided by a sense of decency and respect. Like what a, what a, this is why he's a master politician, mm-hmm. because what yep. a way to address it without saying i disagree with your stance on lgbtqia people because you're not going to convince them otherwise right no but Mm -hmm. he's saying decency and respect first amendment right yeah i mean he's laying out he's using gop buzzwords yep yes absolutely he is yeah i was just gonna say that because it's the first time that i've ever agreed with the corporation having some sort of rights (laughs) yeah yeah but like he he's he's really kind of hamming it up here and saying he's using the GOP's like language by also but also still having like very liberal sensibilities. So it's very down the middle, but yeah. still kind of telling them exactly where they stand. Right. And he also he's even just like, yeah. well, and even the content stuff. Right. Like people were that I don't know. Did you listen to the shareholder crawl? I didn't listen to all of it. Some but of it. Some of those callers were just awful. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Terrible Crazy. people terrible crazy people mm-hmm. um you know talking about agenda driven content yeah and it's like actually you know the, the, he he said that they sh- while they should be sensitive to 
the fact that parents have different levels of comfort, but they still strive to tell stories that reflect the world. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's this is it, it, he basically put it in their face saying, so you're saying we shouldn't reflect the world out there. Like they, there was one caller that tried to talk about how, why are you pandering such a small amount of your consumer base? And it's like, that is a small. crazy assumption, mister. You <laughs> yeah. have no idea. Like, you know, it's, it's I already can, been, I can guarantee you the gays spend more money than MAGA at Disney parks. Oh, like, for sure. For sure. Sure. Yeah. No doubt. And it's like we used to say that it's that LGBTQA people are 10 percent of the population. Well, it's like it's like when we used to say, well, there were left less left handed people. Well, guess what? When when they stopped punishing you for being yeah. left handed, mm-hmm. there were a lot more lefties. And yeah. so there's a you know, it it is probably along the same lines as 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 a uh, 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 gender. It's probably the mm-hmm. same as overall distribution of men and women, not to get into other gender and gender expression. But you know what I mean? Yeah, that it's like that sort of reduction of, oh, it's a small part of your audience, so don't pay attention to them. I want to call that person directly. If you listen to this podcast, whoever made that call, fuck you. Yeah, I can't because... imagine they made it this far, but yeah, no. give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> but fuck you. Like that That made me so, that little little yeah. tiny detail of what he said made me so angry because it's this assumption that, you know, it's, that it's we're not, his we're not there. Small. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's anybody that says that kind of stuff. It's because their bubble of who they know and who they've embraced is super True. minute. And, yeah. It's, yeah. and sometimes that's, you know, I, I grew up in Indiana. So like sometimes that is self-inflicted and sometimes that is just who's around you, you know, and culturally um, inflicted by the, by yeah. where you live. You yeah. know, I, and, I, and, but that does not mean that does not give you the right in the internet yeah. age to, right. As an excuse, just to be clear, it's just, you know, you have even, to seek it out. Yeah. Even if you want to be that asshole parent that doesn't want to expose their kids to that, which is ridiculous because kids learn everything everywhere and they probably already know about it and yeah. they're probably gay themselves. So, like, what's, yeah. the, what's the point? Um, You don't have to take your children to the theater. You don't have to have Disney Plus. You don't have to go no. to Disney. If you don't like it, stay your ass home. You'll make the park less crowded right. for us. Like, well, that's that's literally what it is. You know, the thing about a lot of this stuff in general, and this is, I think, why the Disney stuff is so hot right now, is because you have a a, a subset of people who have uh, no political economy, no uh, – you know, they've got no economic uh, place. Uh, all they have is culture. Yeah. It's all they, that's all they can still hold on to. And it was a thing that was held on for a very, very, very long time by white people. Um, But that's we're now going, no, you know, (laughs) let's let's have let's give that to other people, too. And they're they're really, really hammering hard on this one because, uh, you know, it's not about Song of the South. Don't give a shit about Song of the South. It's not about, oh, but Disney used to be better. No, it's just because it used to be something that that didn't scare you that you yeah. had some connection with and, and the world's bigger than you and it's hard. Yeah. But you know, when you, when you lack uh, any sort of capital in society, uh, thanks to a system created to oppress you, uh, you, you will take that out on anyone you can uh, culturally. Cause it's the last, yeah. it's your last bastion of security, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at least, you know, Thanks, Bob. We appreciate you being very clear on that. But 
not only was he talking about uh, political issues, but also uh, some economics. Um, what kind of numbers is he throwing out for the next 10 years? How are we celebrating the 60th of Walt Disney World, Sarah? <laughs> um, I don't know where he's pulling this money out of, considering all of the layoffs that are happening. Um, but he's promising that Disney will invest $17 billion um, over the next 10 years, which will create 13,000 new jobs. So 16 of that is going to a Mary Poppins ride, just so we're very clear. <laughs> most immersive. Yes. You are Julie Andrews. You surgically change your body. Um, yeah. it's very but this advanced. is specifically for <laughs> Disney World. So yes. $17 billion in Disney World, which is crazy um, because Galaxy's Edge costs, I think it was about $1 billion. So yeah. that's a lot of money that they're investing over 10 years. Um, right. I wonder what it's for. Uh, I have theories. Okay. Please, Mr. Industry. What are your theories? <laughs> um, at at least one new gate. You think so? Oh, Me- wow. Meaning, meaning, meaning a new park. Now, don't get too excited. It could be. Sorry, it's already that's... on. It's already on inside the magic. I can't. They heard. I don't know how they heard. It's already on inside I think, the magic. Well, it could be. A, it could be a gate, right? It could, but but it could be the kind of gate that, like, look at what Universal's building in Texas, right? Like oh. a Lego Land scale. Okay. Like th- they would benefit from a park that's only for toddlers and and small children. There is no so, reason they couldn't uh-huh. do that, right? Yep. I'm not saying I, th- th- I have no insider knowledge. Trust me, this is just right. me spitballing. Like if but if here, I had, but in Florida, I think so. Even for next, vacation, how much days. would that cost? Like how much would if you if you were to open a in, new theme park today in America, like how much would that cost in Disney dollars? And <laughs> yeah, like in like a Disney like let's let's think that Disney we're going to build level? a Disneyland. Yes. Um, probably around three billion, three to four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That um, about right. I, I, that's about what Epic is, from what I know. But like, um, I think they're, I think they're gonna do another gate of some sort. It, it could be something we don't understand in terms of what the business plan and and what who the market is. Um, but I think it's enough to do that. It, the other thing I think huh. is going to be, um. Uh, transportation infrastructure of some sort. Well, oh yeah, yeah. Well, mon- the monorail, the monorails are held on by uh, Velcro at this duct tape. Point. Yeah, everybody well, loves them, but they're the so inefficient. Sun, or Bright Sun, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, that's coming in. Yeah. Uh, at some point, I that's interesting. I don't know. With with when I think about it, Legoland and Peppa, Peppa Pig just opened, mm-hmm. um, and you have. I'm trying to think what the level is because you have Fun Spot on one side. You've got Peppa Pig with, and Legoland, which are certainly better than that, but less than Bush Gardens. I'm just trying to find the happy medium here. What it could I'm, just be like a Toontown type of place, like right kind of level. Like, I guess like what I would what I would say is it could be something that is a half day park, yeah, for moms and dads and children under six. Yeah, but if you right, but you're but. You know, you know how this works. You know this culture. There's no; they can open a Legoland-sized park, and that's going to be full of childless millennials. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't; it's not going to stop anybody. They can uh, still go. No one's telling them not to go. That's true. It's just going to be hard to get into if it's small. Is the yeah. uh, is you know the only issue there? Any gate that Disney is going to open is going to be hell to get into. What about it? And I know that they kind of only have one open at a time now. But what if it's a water park again? What if it's something that yeah, is... they could do it? They could do another water park. I mean, I don't know why they would, to be honest. Mm. But but that would still mean that they have like twelve billion left over. 
Like that's a lot of money. Oh, that's just fixing imagination pavilion. <laughs> I mean, that thing's rough, man. Um, no, I think that I think quite a big chunk of that is um, infrastructure yeah. for yeah. the whole place, transportation, Jobs. and an addition. Uh, yeah, and an additional um, probably additional hotels. There's probably at least four or five additional hotels in yeah. that, in that yeah. money, at least. Well, yeah, and in, this doesn't say that he's not already investing that. You know, like it, it's very possible that he's counting the new Polynesian Tower as part of this next 10 year mm. plan. Like, I don't know if he's considering it or going to spend it now or things that are opening yeah. in the next yeah. 10 years, which means they're already spending. Um, but anyway. And to, and to answer your question, sorry about where he's getting the money because of all the layoffs. Like, uh, what do you mean they have money? This is just going to be leveraging mm-hmm. existing equity and more loans and the money that they make back over the next 10 years will pay yeah. for it. I, yeah, I definitely think much. that this is also kind of just throwing it back to Ron DeSantis and because in the article it's saying that um, the Disney parks brought over like 50 million tourists over, including like 8 million international tourists. Um, they're saying and, that Disney's the largest taxpayer in the yeah. state. So it's like, y'all better, if you want us around, if you want us investing $17 billion into the state, essentially, like get off our back. I think yeah, that that's Atlanta's, what this is. Atlanta's looking pretty sexy right now. <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, I mean, they already have a studio there. I mean, they're they're there's a lot of hot stuff going on in Atlanta. Like Atlanta is it's hot right now. Everybody's yeah. like, yeah, everybody's going there. Um, so maybe maybe the the next gate will be in Atlanta. That will be very interesting. Yeah, that'd be really close. I don't know where they'd put it. I don't Maine. The Tyler Perry Studios. <laughs> where do they throw it? Where does it go? Where do where, I'm trying to think? Texas, maybe something. Maybe. Yeah, know. the home on the range land. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> boy, that's a look it up, kids. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Sara, we have some uh, a a Marvel villain has been defeated by uh, our superhero friend Bob Iger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, uh, this was I would say one of the last um, you know punches at Nelson Peltz. Um, so this is. Pretty insane, but a part of the layoffs was uh, Marvel Entertainment Chairman Isaac Perlmutter. He got laid I, off. Yeah, Ike, Ike Perlmutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ike Perlmutter. What a name. Um, So he recently got laid off, Um, and he was told on the phone. They didn't even tell him in person. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was on a three-way call with Bob Iger, HR, um, and himself, and they basically told him, yeah, like, this is you got to go. Um, because he runs a small division um, within the Disney company that's basically seen as redundant since it's separate from Marvel Studios. And yeah. the reason and that this and, is so... I think two other people in that division yeah. got laid off, but he's, yes. the, he's the one that's been there forever. He's 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 been there forever. Forever, mm-hmm. forever. He's 80 and still working. He's, <laughs> so he's, he's, also, he's also supposedly a sexist and racist dickbag. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so he can go. So he can, so and, he can go with and, the rest. And, you know, and, and considerable financial uh, support of Donald Trump. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't care if it's Perlmutter or Pelosi. If you're in your 80s and you're still working and you're rich as hell, something wrong with you. Yeah. Something right. wrong with you. It's for right. fun at this point. It's, it's just to, it's just to annoy people. But um yeah. what makes it really significant is that he was one of the people who was pushing for Nelson Peltz to join the board. Um, so it's kind of looking like they're emptying out the trash. They're like, anybody that was with this guy has gotta go. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're not trying to have no more traitors, like, we're not with that. Um, so he's been fired. 
And he could well, honestly, he was, it is Disney ridiculous. said they laid him off and then he came back and was like, no, they fired me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, sure. Yeah, that's the same thing. Oh, well. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're happy either way. So, yeah. dude, super so, rich man. <laughs> he's, I don't good think he riddance. needs to collect unemployment. You're good. No, you're um, good. Yeah. You're good, son. <laughs> good riddance. Yeah. Good riddance, bad riddance. Um, so, let's move on to film and TV. Uh, we have uh, a few little things going on here. The first trailer for Muppets Mayhem has been released, <laughs> yeah. uh, which uh, is coming to Disney Plus uh, this next month. Uh, all episodes dropping at the same time. I don't know what the length is. I don't know if they're 20 minutes or 10. I have no idea uh, yeah. on that front. So but it one is, of those micro shows or an actual I hope show? I not. Know. They already did one yeah. of those Muppets Now things. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm so I love Doctor Teeth. He's my favorite Muppet. Um, I I'm very excited about the show. Uh, it's about the uh, Electric Mayhem creating their very fr- realizing they've never done an album and creating <laughs> one, uh, which is great. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope it's I hope it's good. What did you guys think? I I loved. I got really excited because I'm with you, Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem are among my favorite Muppets, Janice being at the top of that list. She's yeah, amazing. right. Yeah, for sure, really. For sure. Um, um, uh, the, my favorite detail was when you see the little Muppet hand turn up the dials on a, on a, on a guitar amp and all the labels on the dials go up to 11 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's good spinal tap. Good yeah, spinal exactly tap, right. Uh, but it yeah. goes to 11. Kids, yeah. look it up. Look up yeah, spinal look tap. Up. Look it up. Look it up. Yeah, I think it's good. Sara, what do you think? I hope this makes me a bigger Muppets fan. Um, I, I've i always wanted to be a Muppets fan, so I'm going to watch <laughs> this for sure. Good, <laughs> good. Anytime the Muppets get to do something that's not advertising something else in the Disney company, yes. I'm happy. So, yes. Have you watched the original movies, Sara? The, the first I did, one? I did. Okay, um, okay. So it, I don't know. I just, I, I, I never liked puppets in general. Oh, so, interesting. That's, like, that I'm, is, a, that's puppets, valid. I totally understand and, that. Puppets in the British. This is Sara's issues. I, I, I got a lot. I got a lot of issues. Um, but I don't know. Puppets have just always creeped me out and like the okay. dead eyes or whatever. So I yeah, yeah, know. sure. But I think Kermit is really cute. Like he's really cute you know um so i'm hoping to be more of a muppets fan i if, love the songs like if you, know, you haven't watched the t- the original muppet show that's a really good on ramp too because it's okay. so chaotic it's chaotic yeah and uh-huh. it's short each of the episodes is like 20 minutes aren't they, is it like a half yeah, hour show or hour uh, show? 20 minutes yeah that's half an and, hour and and then the british cuts too which is cool so they all have like an extra um an extra bit in them anyway but the the tv show is great because every week is a different um, TV star, and and you'll know some of them because they're TV and movie stars. That some of them are still around now, um, and that's a great on ramp for it. Because what you what is at the heart of the Muppets, and Doctor Teeth embodies it probably I think the most is the Muppets is about for flying your freak flag. The, yeah. the 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 Muppets is it's okay to be a weirdo and have a a bunch of a friend group that is a bunch yeah. of weirdos, and 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 that's that's the thing that kind of keep in the back of your head when you watch the movies actually don't represent it best to me i love the movies because i grew up with them especially manhattan muppet state manhattan Mm. but Mm -hmm. but but the but the tv show is where it's at because that's the thing we watched every week as a kid that my dad would howl with laughter at and i would love and so give the tv show a chance okay i'll watch it (laughs) i think that's a that's a good call there's some good episodes in there and it's cool too because it's like 
and this week there's a ballerina on and you're like who and then they do but, a right. whole ballerina thing and you're like well that's neat like and now here's vincent price and we'll do a whole yeah. bunch of horror stuff here's a know, whole like... james bond roger moore episode get in here's your in ramp okay there's a mark hamill episode where mark hamill plays both mark hamill and luke skywalker as two separate characters yes yes so watch that <laughs> that'll get you in miss piggy and leia buns so worth your time oh cute Worth your time. The, um, my my favorite yeah. one, my absolute favorite one, is the Gene Kelly episode. Oh. It is so, it's so lovely, and it it, it makes me cry at the end because it's oh. very sweet and quiet at the end. It's oh. lovely. Uh, yeah. I think if I have to pick one, well, it, uh, I'm going to give shout out to one before I pick my. I think my favorite. My shout out is the Wally Bogue episode, and the reason oh, I yeah. say that is, is if you love Disney theme park history, Wally Bogue, of course, from the Golden Horseshoe Review. He gets to do his Golden Horseshoe review bits on the show. Like, he does the same teeth-spitting bit on Muppets. <laughs> so it's this really interesting – and at that time, Disney – I mean, Disney didn't have really a relationship at all with the Muppets. So it's just uh, – he was just known. They just used him. So uh, it's a really interesting if you want to see Wally Bogue do his thing. He's also the voice of Jose in the uh, Tiki Room. So that's cool. My favorite episode is probably Steve Martin. Uh, which is a whole oh, episode a where they're uh, they, they cancel the show and then there's just a bunch of Muppets in the audience from the show watching Steve Martin do bits. So I just like that because it's a different kind of random episode and you know you get a little rambling guy. I'm rambling, rambling guy, rambling. Okay, um, so moving on, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh something that's not as fun, which is uh I guess um. One might say that the uh, was it the uh, echelon of the Disney universe is changing or whatever the whatever the Black Adam shit was. Um, uh, apparently, they're doing a live action Moana, which why we all asked for. We I why mean, we just demanded I, it, didn't uh, we? Well, this is what happens when when Dwayne can't sell a movie anymore and yeah. he's getting desperate. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's he's flop sweating hard. Um, <laughs> He's producing it with his production company, so that's that's crazy. Yeah, I don't. Why do this? Who at the movie's it's, not even like twenty years old? I know it's not even ten years old. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. To be clear, there's not much else to say. Uh, during the shareholders meeting, uh, they showed a video of. Uh, Dwayne uh, in Hawaii and he was hanging out with I believe his kids and he had the big what's it called like not harpoon but like you know Maui's stick um, whatever it's called and it looks like a fish hook and uh, he was just he just announced that they're planning on it and they're working on details and more to come on a life uh, you know a live action version uh, of the movie so Okay. Well, I'm going to no watch. One asked. Yeah, I'm going to watch the animated version of the live action version of the animated version. <laughs> yeah. When are we going to get the that? When are we going to get that? What's yeah. the first movie that they're going to make another animated remake that is riffing off of the live action one? Who knows? Like, mm. yeah. Who knows? I just you have a whole department that is like supposed to be working on ideas. Where are they? I it's like where are they at? Are they are well, they also laid off? Like I just I don't understand. Yeah. Why we're consistently getting reboot after reboot or 
like well, remake or whatever the hell like it just it's tiring like it's just so boring yeah i'm not counting marvel or star wars in this conversation because they're their own separate companies that disney yeah. bought and they can do their own thing they they really do truly do their own thing um disney here's here's a here's a little secret about disney live action uh most of their movies are shit like disney live action yes. has <laughs> never they either yeah. have huge cultural hits um, and then they do Snowball Express eight times. Like there's <laughs> just not. It's just yeah. hot lead, cold feet for days, people. And I like some of these movies. Yeah. You know, Air but, Bud. Yeah, you know, Snow Apple, Buddies. Apple Dumpling Gang uh, rides again, which is actually an excellent movie, but a uh, bad <laughs> example. But uh, you know, it's they've never been able to like make live action work, which is not a surprise that they've kind of just said well our live action division is now just adaptations of our animation division which yeah, is so yeah. lazy um yeah. but where's I'm, the animation division at then like well, they're not even doing anything either y- yeah i mean it's well, they got frozen movies to make so you know it's <laughs> it's fine it's whatever i'm not gonna see this you there's no way you can make me interested in this there's ab- yeah, nope. Nope. absolutely no way um nope 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 you could Twenty Thousand Leagues Under Sea is just hanging out there, and I know there's been like a Will Smith Ugh. version and a The Rock version, if I'm not mistaken. At one point, like they've been trying to make this thing for years and years. They, different yeah. companies. They um, need to get Joe Joe Kaczynski, who did Tron Legacy, to do his Black Hole remake. Yep. Because, yeah. and evidently it was dark and scary. It was like a PG rated version of like Event Horizon, basically. Cool. cool. Um, yeah. yeah I, I'd be down for a scary sci fi movie because Black Hole is old sunshine event horizon yeah, yeah like yeah. Ne- next to tron black hole was like my childhood as well as yeah. it was equally important to me as star wars folks like black hole it's not great trust me if you haven't watched it it's not great uh, but as a kid what are you talking about a, a the villain somehow gets encased in a robot and sent to hell like oh i know it's incredible it's they it's... they dis they disembowel anthony perkins on camera with a spinning blade yeah um oh, and and it's it's bloodless but yeah. they do it and i remember seeing it like nine years old going what am I seeing? And then Slim Pickens' voice comes out of a robot. It's a weird oh, movie. It's, it's a, a weird movie, it's a but weird it would be a, movie. It'd be a great remake. Be yeah, a great I think it's remake. Slim Pickens. Is that Slim Pickens? It is. Yep. Um, speaking of remakes, nobody wants. Uh, oh. It sounds like Warner Brothers is nearing a deal. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, I should say, because we, that's how we mm. can blame this. Um, uh, they're coming to, I guess, some deal. For probably an HBO Max, I can't imagine HBO has any interest in this, um, to reboot the Harry Potter series, uh, one book per season as a TV show. Um, okay. <laughs> Seems like Z- Z- Zaslav, you know, op- uh, opening first couple of meetings on the lot, Zaslav walks into a conference room that's filled with development people and the brand people and studio people's like, all right, Potter people, what do you got for me? <laughs> Crickets. Because Fantastic Beasts all sucked. And yeah. they are probably they're not going to complete the five as planned. No. Thank God. I think they're done. They're, they're, they're done. not going to get it, Epic Universe. Fantastic. No. no. I mean, all that got trashed. It got trashed, yeah. And so, uh, you know, he. this is all that Discovery uh, w- thought they were getting into the Harry Potter business. Um, and they're not, really. So they need to make it up. But this is the worst idea ever. Why? Really why? Why? 
Yeah. Uh, Why you want to um, get in the Joe Ann rolling <laughs> business? I don't. Yeah. Don't know. And 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 she almost she almost sort of slammed in her statement. She almost sort of slammed the movie. She's like, so we can tell it like closer to the books. And it's like, I'm sorry, what? That last movie like, was two movies, or that last book was two movies. Like, no, yeah, granted, okay. So each year in school is going to be what twelve episodes now, right? All right, we can get into some minor details that were cut out of to make the movies, which made yeah. them better, by the way. Yeah, we can bring in were... that weird Hermione being kind of uh, not racist, but kind of helping elves but not helping elves <laughs> it means in the last yeah right it means in the last season that there's going to be four or five episodes where all they do is camp yeah because <laughs> and that's like, what that loved. last book had so much camping in it yeah like I, it just too much yeah <laughs> I, i'm I just gonna go ahead sorry Nathan. no 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 please go ahead i just have more I, ranting just, to do i just got one thing to say i'm just gonna say this go watch daniel radcliffe's like sharing yes, yes, yes. space, a round table conversation with other trans folks. Go do that. So instead. good. So Go good. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. He's a good guy. Did you see also today? He like um the, the, his longtime girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Papa is going to, is pregnant. Did you see that people are actually saying she's trans and people like so blocking her looks and it is the rudest fucking thing yeah. I've ever seen. So dumb. Pretty They're rough. so dumb. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to start policing people based on what you perceive their gender to be. Look, I know a lot of very, very handsome women, uh, uh, cis women, right? You're really going to do this? Are you really (laughs) going to do this? Yeah. You want to start that? You want to open Pandora's box? Um, Yeah. uh, No, all props to Daniel Radcliffe. We love you. Yeah, we Um, love you. Whatever you want to do now that all of Tom Lehrer's music is in public domain, do it. Because I know you (laughs) He loves Tom Lair. Um Whatever you he want, should man. play, he should play Tom Lair. Yeah, he should totally, totally do that. That would be a great, great yeah. Di- biography. Yeah, let's poison some pigeons in the park. Um, <laughs> I thought his Weird Al movie was really good. I it's really want to watch that. Yeah, it's fun. It's great. It's really fun. It's yeah, really, really good. Yeah. That, he only has to work when he wants to, and that's what's fun. Yep. He gets yes. to do stuff <laughs> he wants to do, um, which is great. Uh, what I don't get is something I feel like everyone talked about during the Potter films was why there isn't a TV show that's just the Aurors that's just that's just following sure. magic cops. Like it's easy. It's not hard. Yeah. It's not hard, right. people. It's an easy it's show a, to not, pitch. They, it doesn't have to be world ending stakes. It it a, a no. procedural show set in the modern world with Aurors would be yeah. really freaking cool but can't call it ors because i hate that word it's a horror just give me magic columbo just excuse me ma'am expecto patromus or whatever see hang on a minute i got just hang on one more guy one more question yeah you were over there and uh you had your magic spell and you did the thing in the potions class Tell me more about that. What happened again? Eh. <laughs> I'm Magic oh. Columbo. Just call it Magic Columbo. You don't even have to change it. Just call it Magic Columbo. Which, by the way, for totally side note, I don't even know why I'm talking about this. If you've not seen Poker Face, go watch Poker Face uh, with Natasha Leone. So good. Uh, now, I wanna so see, good. now I want to see Natasha Leone in a Potter, in that. Like, yeah. I want her to be <laughs> the, the, the good guy, the good girl umbrage, basically. Yeah. You know, have I done my Natasha Leone impression on this podcast? I can't remember. Please, please, uh, no. This is it. It's called a micro it. impression. It's just, 
That's it. That's, yeah. That's accurate. That yeah. is so accurate. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a just watch her for five minutes. She goes ah, quite a bit. Um, <laughs> I love you, Natasha. Uh, be, uh, yeah. So anyway, what we're saying is, is very, I think, very simple. Get your head out of your ass, Warner Brothers. Give us Magic Columbo. Um, so with that, uh, let's go ahead and go to beware our guest. So we have two beware our guests that are pretty much one beware our guest. To be honest, um, one of them is that uh, video has been. Uh, I'm not leaked, just released online, uh, of guests now piling coins inside of the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Q display. So there's a display, and they're just sort of like shoving coins inside of the display in a small slot. Um, what? Why do people do this? Dave, I, wanted, I brought this up because I wanted you to go into the psychology of what I'm calling hair ties on Everest. Like, how does this stuff – is it literally just two or three people do it for, for on a whim and then it just starts to – like people are bored and it just changes? Yes, um, if, yes. And if something's like, already picked a, at, like now you can pick this at This is a – yes, this is a scourge of theme park design. Um, every single wall I've had water features cut entirely because they're like, it's just going to be filled with pennies. Right. That, 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 uh, and I had this very thing happen in a queue once and we had to go back in and put in like plexi and, and it looks terrible. And it's like, I, I mean, I want to just be simple about it and go, why can't we have nice things? Just stop doing that shit. People, why are you getting rid of your change? And it's worse now because people think change is kind of worthless, mm-hmm. right? So because mm-hmm. th- they don't pay cash anymore, so if they if they uh, they have, if they have change on them, they're like, yeah, whatever, give it away. Um, and in That's some why we cases, have that like coin shortage. Yeah, yeah, because people it's all over the shortage. And it costs like the thing is it 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 takes time and effort for them to clean it out. And yes, the parks usually like give it to charity, and that's like the everybody thinks that's the de facto fine but then then create a special thing just to throw money in for charity let's do that instead i Um, think we should uh um, like uh, instead of charity it should be like we give this to a kill shelter like that's what we do like money you put in the fountain (laughs) gonna kill a dog yeah the the (laughs) um universal actually very unheralded but you may not know this but it's there in seuss landing in islands of adventure Mm. Uh, and uh, it's McGillicuddy's Pond, which is a little little area off to the right, right when you walk in. And there's mm-hmm. a bunch of fish like looking at you, like sticking yeah. up out of the water. And they did this because they knew people were going to flip coins into the pool. They said, well, let's m- give them a target. Because mm-hmm. if you flip money into the fish's mouth, they squirt you with water. <laughs> so it's a little game. And they built it so that the mm-hmm. little support holding up the fish literally pulls the money down into a collection thing underneath that they empty out every once in a while. And it's, yeah. So it's like, there are ways, but that's so small. It's pretty insignificant. This is in a queue and it's like getting in there to fix this is got to do it after hours. It's going to be really low profile for little, really low priority for a while. People don't do this. Like, and if you see people doing it, shame them for it like why the fuck are you doing that because it's it amounts to it's tantamount to vandalism really you're Mm -hmm. vandalizing this thing all because you want cred of like oh i got my penny in there look at it's there now it's in disney (laughs) why did i get a southern accent there that was weird my Um, penny all my pennies i brought from tennessee (laughs) 
like I, I honestly don't understand the like if you're in Italy yes at the Trevi fountain you toss three coins in the fountain like the song says over your shoulder and you will find love that's the whole point right. like okay i get it but these are thing these are those those are sort of old ancient mythological things this is something built 3 years well, ago people it's also 2 a, years it, ago it's also a disney park so you have to throw six coins over your shoulder for it to work oh, because they yeah because <laughs> they charge more basically yeah yeah, yeah. That's the way it goes oh, uh yeah, so I get – okay, coinage feels cultural to me. I feel like you go anywhere and there's water features and people do this, right? I cannot fathom hair ties on Everest. I don't get it. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, I think it is just a – people I, – I think it would take uh, a dedicated cast member whose job is once a day to just go in and grab the four or the two and yeah. you just constantly – Make it yeah, a thing. That's what it needs to be. Not a thing. Because if there's enough there, then people feel they can do it. And it really does take that kind of unnecessary but attention to make that change. I actually think what they should do is something, a sign in the queue. And don't theme it. Don't make it in the language of mm-hmm. of the of the museum or the trek. You literally say, you're being watched on cameras. If we see you throw a hair tie, you're getting kicked out of the park. I would not pull a punch. Because yeah. it is a, it, at the end of the day, it's a safety issue. If one of those things yeah. gets under a wheel, it can actually stop the ride. It can yeah. actually make it. There's a there's a thing with polyurethane coaster wheels. They call it the um, nylon sweater effect. One of the very few times that a coaster ever got stuck upside down, which it shouldn't, because there's no right. brakes and and it should keep going, was a guy was wearing a a, a uh, acrylic sweater tied around his waist that got out during the ride oh. and it went under. It got out and got wrapped up around the track under the tire at just the right time, at just the right temperature of day, so that it melted and it seared the wheels flat and the, the ride got stuck upside down because wow. of it. Wow. That's crazy. And here's the thing. That sounds so random. It's happened like four times. Yeah. yeah. So when they tell you not to bring things on, that's why. So, and I, I would say, I would put a big sign saying, if you have a hair tie, we are filming you and we, we are that literally hire a person to watch it all day. When those people come off the train, sorry, can you come with me, please? Yeah. It sounds extreme, but it's what I, it's what I would do. I, it would take, I think the problem is, is it's private. I think it would take that getting out on social media and really making a sting like, cause you're right, but if you one person at a time, it's going to take a while. Uh, yeah. It's 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 like a four factor thing. You got to clean them up. You got to have people doing it. You got to. I think you just got to have that bird that sometimes comes up and squawks at you. It's just got a bird say, on a stick. No the bird on a stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think when it comes to Disney, I feel like they're really not so good at reprimanding their guests because a lot of these things continue to happen, especially yeah. when you're like on TikTok talk and you see them either drinking the water or jumping into the topiaries or doing what whatever crazy thing or jumping onto sets just to take a picture like it's getting to the point where it's it's really uncomfortable to like be in the park sometimes with some of those people and i feel like they need to do what knots did and put it out like like if you guys are going to keep fucking around you're not going to be able to come here anymore like fuck around and find out like in clear language and now knots is so much more enjoyable well, like uh, just the general safety rules of every ride, they can add something and then promote it on their socials that yeah. say, we've mm-hmm. updated our safety rules on all of our thrill attractions. And one of the things can be uh, like, don't bring on a camera, don't bring on a phone, put it in a locker. One of those could be 
throwing things from the train of any sort yeah is cause for removal from the park well you can't yeah. uh you can't yeah you can't everest just right before my annual pass went out got real hardcore about photography because we yeah. were going up the hill which is yeah. not oh you're not doing stopped. anything uh we didn't get stopped but we got a, a mystic voice out of nowhere which happens sometimes that was like hey don't do that and we're and i we were like okay but it had never ever ever had been like that before you know um and of course it wasn't a scary part or anything if i would have dropped my phone it would have landed on the side um but you know it's just one of those things that you're right like they make the changes and then they kind of adapt per ride and i think you right. sometimes need to just go that's like, why that's big, why velocicoaster has metal, uh, metal detectors right before you board yeah, that's why right? you can't bring on anything yeah yeah it's true um it's it's one of the weirdest parts about theme parks you need stuff to theme park but you really can't have stuff to theme park (laughs) real monk like um the other weird thing uh that has happened recently is over at disneyland uh so i I don't know kind of how this all kind of happens but if you know those touch lights that uh your grandma has on her stairs uh which i have in my litter closet for my cats uh you you know they're like little white domes and you touch them and they turn on right that's their whole game they're battery powered they do their thing well for some reason uh so indiana jones closed uh and it was getting a refurb and after it opened um the ride had all this new scenes all these new stuff um and the queue um kind of had an extended area and as uh you were waiting in the extended queue area they had battery powered safety lights um located on what is basically like wooden railings wooden kind of they kind of look like fences and then there's netting and there was a bunch of these battery powered uh lights on the netting which i think was i don't know they didn't get to fix the extended queue the way they wanted to the lighting wasn't done whatever and they thought for litigious purposes they needed extra lighting at night so they put these weird shitty safety lights that are not themed at all which i get it i get it you're it's a litigious thing i suppose uh but it looks horrid i mean it's really really yeah, bad it's terrible um very 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 bad show um to the point where if it was like i'm so extreme that i close the ride before I would allow this to happen. But that's because I'm insane and not a moneymaker. Um, and the thing is, is these are now getting ripped from and kicked off of the netting. So people have found uh, the lights with the uh, the ties, like normal plastic ties, just sort of sitting around. So kind of two-tiered. You have a very bad patch for a problem. Uh that is clearly not supposed to be there forever um, that is now being affected by guests uh, dicking around. And guests love to dick around. My wife and I love Everest at Animal Kingdom, but there are there are several bells uh, in the queue, like monk, kind of monastery bells. And people would go by and boy, boy, howdy, did they think they were at uh, long john silvers it was ring the <laughs> bell for service baby like this trader joe's style um and we hated that and my wife is sensitive to uh, loud noises and so that was a that would really jar her up 
Um, people just like to mess with this stuff, and I, I'm not really sure why, but yeah, lights were torn down. So bad all around, bad show, bad guests, bad everything, I think is the best way to think about that little piece of news. Thoughts, people? Yeah, I think uh, it, it obviously was like after the refurb, maybe there's a uh, an area where there's some lighting that they're cha- outdoor lighting that they're changing or some some new electrical they need to put in to to, to re- change that whole you know we're talking about a ride that's how many years old now yeah. 90, i mean you could easily see where those were like they could right. be they could be putting in like electric lanterns like things that would yeah. be more themed but would yeah. show the ground yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so but you know and I, and I, and i get it like when you're when you are uh, when it could be a liability on a ramp like that, that's elevated and somebody can slip, whatever. I get it, but you know what? Go buy one giant stand light and have one of your scenic painters paint it and make it look like a like a construction like a like a dig site lamp and just flood the whole freaking thing for now until you get yeah. them fixed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What someone happened to ha- good show? Yeah, someone well, had to target. It's it's I I get it. It's bad show, but it's I think it goes beyond bad show. I think it's there's something that they realized they couldn't fix in time and they yeah. didn't want to close it again. Yep. Yeah. Right. So this is a bigger issue than just bad show. This is like, uh, okay, if you're gonna do something temporary, make it like a construction fence and put rather than touch lamps like literally just put wood planks everywhere where the one of those lamps is gonna go in front of and put it in front of all of the rope work and just p- put a construction wall up over the whole thing and hang little te- temporary lights on the top of that like but you even do if, for a construction yeah. fence but even if you use shitty lights why yeah. would you get the lights that you can turn off by touching them exactly what do right. Q, what do people you, do in right. Q's more than it's touch dumb. things it's dumb, yeah. It's the weirdest, and I'm yeah. again, this would be where our guest, this is a guest fault too for touching and being disrespectful, but also everyone's in trouble. You're all in trouble, <laughs> says, says Rat Castle. Well, I think we have come to a, a cherished segment of the show. Uh, our poet laureate, one might say, the Asuter Computer Poem of the Week. That's why I'm a router for the computer. Everybody needs a friend. <laughs> All right. Computer. Computer. I sound like Scotty. Computer. Save some whales later, people. Computer, please write me a poem about mm, Reedy Creek, the Harry Potter reboot, and uh, Ike Perlmutter. In the vastness of the news's realm lies a world of stories, each at the helm, of news that takes us far and wide to tales and events that we cannot hide. Our news speaks of Disney's ways, of boardrooms and the games they play, with DeSantis and Reedy Creek, and Charles who joins a new critique. (laughs) Another tells of Marvel's fate, with Perlmutter's job laid off so late, as fans of heroes hold their breath, and wonder what's in store for the rest. Reth. Um, mm. And finally, a tale of... We'll work on that, Astuter. And finally, a tale of magic's rise as Warner Brothers seeks to hypnotize with a brand new show, A World So Bright, to take us back to Hogwarts light. These news can take us to different lands, to worlds both distant and close at hand, but each one tells a story clear and true of the world around us, old and new, so follow the news and read with care, for in these stories we all can share a glimpse of life both near and far, 
and find the magic in who we are. Well, it's very, oh. very hallmarky there, Studer. Stu- yeah, it got really philosophical yeah. at the end there, Studer. <laughs> Way to go, Studer computer. Uh, you know, uh, he. I think you know he's he looks a little high. His 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 <laughs> Studer is- was. Yeah, yeah. Studer was uh, was toking on some computer virus. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, his red his his red beeping light is very red at this moment. So. <laughs> far out, Studer. Far out. Well, anyway, with that, ladies and gentlemen, Ratcastle is produced by yours truly, Nathan Hartman. Thank you, Dave and Sara, for being with us tonight. We always appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, y'all, please subscribe. Tell your friends. It's the only way the word gets out. We keep getting new people. And we love that. We certainly do. Uh, but we would love to see that little mountain on that. Uh, on that graph go a little higher so uh you know go ahead tell people you you can do it you can do it tell people about things you love it's okay <laughs> um and if you have any questions or you want to buy some merch you can find everything at bit.ly forward slash ratcastle and now with that grab your belongings and exit to the left Stop this foolishness! What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? Ah!